0: Welcome to the True Identity Podcast, where we will discuss topics related to your physical, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Nikki Romani. As a certified life coach and athletic trainer, I am passionate about helping individuals discover their true potential, becoming their authentic self, all the while enjoying life in the process. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. I am a certified athletic trainer, so today in this episode, I wanted to clarify and explain what an athletic trainer is. Many people confuse athletic trainers with personal trainers, so I want to clear things up a bit. A personal trainer is someone who works with clients. They create workouts and programs to help with the client's fitness goals. You go through a course and take an exam and boom, you're a personal trainer. As an athletic trainer, I am a certified and licensed healthcare professional who practices in the field of sports medicine. I went to a four-year accredited school and passed a board state test. Now, a lot of people are going to get their master's in athletic training, but I graduated in 2010, so that wasn't a thing. I have my bachelor's in kinesiology, and now I have the letters ATC after my name. As an ATC, I work with athletes in rehabilitation and as a first responder when athletes get injured. When athletes are injured, they are in a vulnerable state, so sometimes I act like a therapist or I use my life coaching skills. When I explain what an AT is to someone, I'll say, you know those people that run out onto the field when someone gets injured? Yep, that's me. But we are much more than that, and we are much more than those people who tape athletes. To be honest, taping is my least favorite part of the job. The only thing I like about taping is that I get to talk to the athletes and get to know them and ask about their injury and give give them advice to get better. I've had athletes tell me to tape them and I'll ask, "Why do you need to be taped?" Sometimes it's because they always get taped, sometimes it's legit, and sometimes it's superstition. And sometimes it's because they always have. And I'll challenge them with that. Sometimes I will tape athletes for their ankles, and I've had people say, I have weak ankles, or I always do this. And I'll ask them, Have you done any strengthening program for your ankles? Because you have weak ankles. And most times they'll say no. So I'll talk them through what it looks like to strengthen so they're not relying on something like tape and to encourage them. To practice without tape and maybe just use tape for games. But for me, as an athletic trainer, I really encourage athletes to strengthen and use exercises instead of relying on things such as tape. What I love about athletic training is working with athletes. I enjoy the unknown on the field and figuring out what happened to give a diagnosis. And it always feels good when and if the athlete needs to go to the doctor that I was right about the diagnosis I gave on the field. (laughs) I say this is a bittersweet job. Of course, you don't want athletes to get hurt, but it's entertaining and fun for me when they do. I was an injured athlete and had to go through rehabilitation to get back to the sport I played. It was hard. I felt defeated. I got depressed, and I went to the gym with a cast on. That's no fun. I lost it at one point because I thought I would never get better and be able to play the sport and do the activities I love. I know firsthand what it's like to be injured and to walk through the stages of grief. Now, when I'm around athletes, I have empathy for them. Not only does it affect you physically, but mentally and emotionally. And if you want to hear the full story about my injury, and if I do say so myself, you might want to. It's pretty intense. I share that story in another episode. So I will put a link in the show notes for you to listen. Athletes are my people. I have been working with a variety of people throughout my career. I worked over five years, I think about eight years total in a physical therapy setting. And I always gravitated toward those who were athletic, into sports, because I really can empathize. And as an athlete myself, they're just my people. In a previous episode, I share an update about how to know when to move on and to let things go, and that was during a time where I was working at an assisted living facility for memory care, completely different than working with athletes, but it was a good experience for me, and I learned a lot about myself and the demographic and the people that I enjoy working with. And I know you're going to be shocked when you hear this, but it's working with athletes. I realized then more than ever how much I missed working with athletes and that that was my passion and something I needed to get back to. So a little life update. I recently got hired at a high school to work as an athletic trainer. It's actually middle school and high school, and I'm really excited to get back into working with student athletes. I've been working with high school rugby teams on the weekends. It's a club that I've been working with as an athletic trainer, and that gave me a taste and reminded me what it was like to work with athletes. And let me tell you, they're something else. They're very entertaining, and they just have the mindset of they want to play. They want to Do the sport that they love. And that's another thing that is a little bit challenging with athletic training. But being an athlete myself, I completely understand. But I have to be the person to tell them no, that they can't go back into the game. They can't play the sport for a little while so that they can recover and heal. And that is not an easy thing to do. I've had athletes argue with me, I've had them. Cry and get upset. And I know they're not upset with me. They're just frustrated and starting that grieving process of being injured. But honestly, I'm happy to be there for them because I can relate. I went through the same thing. And it's hard to be at a game and you get injured and to have someone tell you you can't go back in. I recently had to do that with a kid, high school student. It was a rugby game. And he, I learned the week prior that he dislocated his ankle and then he was trying to play in the game the following week. And he played. He didn't see me before the game. I guess his athletic trainer at his school taped up his ankle really good and told him that she couldn't that she advises him not to play, but she couldn't tell him not to because this was a club sport. And so when I got to him and he's hobbling off the field, he can barely walk and he's like, tape it up tighter, tape it up. I want to go back in. I'm like, dude, listen, you can barely walk. So I'm sorry to say, but you will not be playing the rest of the game. And he was really upset. He was just more disappointed than anything. And when I explained to him, if you can barely walk, how do you think you're going to be able to run around and tackle people in rugby? So when you give it to them practically and try to explain the reasons why and tell them, I'm not here to be against you. I'm here and put your best interests in mind and to protect you. That's why I'm here. They feel a little bit better, but still, it's really hard to hear that and to have someone tell you that you can't play the sport that you love, especially when you're sitting there watching your teammates play. Believe me, I get it. I broke my arm and I was it was in the middle of volleyball season and I had to stand on the sidelines with a cast on and watch my teammates play. I would say that was a very hard thing to do because all I wanted to do was get in there and play, but I knew that I couldn't. I find myself explaining to athletes a lot about the reason why they can't go back in. Like the example with the kid who was hobbling off the field, could barely walk, but wanted to go back in even though he had a dislocated ankle. (laughs) Another example of this is a kid, he had strained his hamstring while weightlifting for football and he was trying to play rugby. He came off the field because it really hurt him and he could barely, he was walking, but he said he was in a lot of pain, but he's like, I'm just going to roll it out and ice it and go back in. I told him, first off, icing constricts everything and it's not best to have something cold, and then go run around in a game. So he's like, okay, forget the ice, I'm not going to ice it. And then I explained to him, if he continues to play on it, he's going to make it worse, and then he won't be able to play for longer than if he just sits out for this game in the next couple of weeks. He was not happy about my response, but I again had to explain to him this I mean, first off, he's a sophomore in high school, so he has so many more years ahead of him, and it's really hard when you're in the heat of the moment and you think that this is all you have, especially as a high school kid, to think about, this is what I want to play, this is all I want to play, but you got to think about the future, your future games, your future years. He has two more years of high school, and if he completely ruptures his hamstring, he could be out for way longer than if he just let it rest for a couple weeks and just let it heal up and not damage it more. So I find myself as an athletic trainer doing a lot of explanation and explaining with people, but I understand I put myself in their shoes and I was in their shoes, so it makes sense. But working as an athletic trainer, I realized the difference between working as an athletic trainer in a physical therapy setting and also the reverse of that, working as a physical therapist on the field. There are so many, there are so much more that I can do as an athletic trainer on the field than I can in a physical therapy room. And Physical therapists feel very out of place on a sports field (laughs) because physical therapists see the, they're more on the rehabilitation side and not spur in the moment when things are happening to try to diagnose and figure out what's going on. It's more of they come to in a non-emergency situation. So it's a little more low-key laid back. And I think when I was working in that physical therapy setting, I was missing that more emergency action, think on your feet situation. And so that's why I'm really excited to be back in that world and be back at a school where I can do those things. Yes, you have to do things like stock the kits and there is icing involved, but that's another part that I don't love about athletic training is we're known for taping and icing. That's not all that we do. A lot of stretching, I've actually created videos on how to stretch and mobility and I can share a link with that with you in the show notes as well. It's really helpful. It's the things that I do for myself, it's the things that I do with athletes and it would be helpful for you to stay mobile, to stay flexible and to prevent injury. I think that's another thing with athletic training is we try to prevent injuries from happening. So yes, we work with people who get injured in the moment and figure out a diagnosis and decide whether they should go to the doctor's office or not, get an x-ray, go to the urgent care ER. But we really try to prevent injury. So that's why mobility, flexibility, stretching, all of that is really key to an athlete's performance and career. So as an athletic trainer, we try to do that as well. I feel like it's hard in a school setting. We don't necessarily get to do that as much because we're more working with those who have actually been injured. So that's why I took it upon myself to create those videos because I feel like it's so important to be able to do that. And even for coaches, like if coaches were to watch those videos and take their athletes through those videos, I think that would be so helpful and hopefully then for me as an athletic trainer, I wouldn't have to deal with as many injuries. (laughs) I got into athletic training actually in high school. We had an athletic training sports medicine class and then we got to shadow our athletic trainer at our high school. So that was my introduction to it and then when I got into college, I became a pre-nursing student. (laughs) not what you're expecting. But I realized that as a pre-nursing, I was evaluating what it looked like to be a nurse and that I had to go through clinicals and work in a hospital. And I hate hospitals. I couldn't imagine going through those clinicals. So I re-evaluated and I thought back to the class that I had in high school and how much I enjoyed it and enjoyed being around my athletic trainer and being around athletes and in the sports world. So I changed my major to athletic training and that's where I was supposed to be. I feel like over the years, athletic trainers have definitely gained more of appreciation, have gained more of an appreciation from parents, coaches, because before we weren't making very much. We had terrible hours And working a ton. And now, with my new job, the athletic director told me, he said, I feel like athletic trainers don't get paid enough. You guys work really hard. So I wanna give you what you deserve payment wise. And that was huge. I really, that's when I realized that there is a shift in athletic training. And even with the jobs that I've been working as an independent contractor, our pay has increased so much more. Yes, it's nice to get paid more, but I think more with that comes appreciation for what we actually do. We've been downplayed for so long, and I'm really happy to see that this profession is being taken seriously and that we are getting paid what we deserve and treated a lot better than before. And like now, I mentioned briefly in the beginning of this episode, as an athletic trainer, there's master programs now and people are going through master programs to get more education in athletic training. So that also shows you that this field is growing and I'm happy to be a part of it. So I hope this was helpful to distinguish between what an athletic trainer is what we do who we are that we are here for you as athletes we have your best interest in mind and we really care about you and want you to do your best in the sport that you play thank you so much for listening and remember your true identity is not what you do but who you are And you are awesome.